Hey everybody, welcome to The Wake Up. Here's what's going on in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms here on Thursday, July 2nd, 2020 with Netflix, Peacock, Apple TV, Peloton, Peloton, uh, Fox News, Spotify, Will Smith, Lee Daniels, and Beavis and Butthead all in the headlines. Now that's a party. And of course, a check-in with my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. Now let's get over to Hollywood. Viacom cable programming chief Chris McCarthy has rebooted yet another property from the MTV's 1990s heyday. Man, that guy loves the 90s. Although, oddly, he hasn't rebooted that show. Well, well, yet. Anyway, uh, Beavis and Butthead are coming back. But now, they're going to be on Comedy Central and presumably stream on whatever the expanded CBS All Access service turns into. They've ordered two seasons with Three Arts Entertainment producing and Mike Judge writing, producing, and voicing the characters, of course, who will go from a Gen X world to Gen Z, according to the trades. No episode order size was given for Beavis 2.0. As for the rationale for bringing the boys back, Mike Judge had the quote of the day with, It seemed like the right time to get stupid again. Amen, Mike. In other fictional character news, Don Draper is heading to Amazon, which kind of seems fitting thinking about it. Lionsgate has sold the Mad Men streaming rights to Amazon, where it will stream with ads on Amazon's streaming service named after an eye chart, IMDb TV. That starts in mid-July, and it will also stream on Amazon Prime in many territories around the globe. But I'm pretty sure it won't be on Prime here in the US. I mean, honestly, I read three different pieces on this yesterday, and I'm still not entirely sure about that. But I do know, starting in October, AMC will regain the broadcast TV rights, as well as streaming rights for their SVOD services like AMC+. I mean, basically, this is a deal that makes you appreciate the simplicity of the Netflix business model even more. Peacock signed a non-exclusive deal for a bunch of shows from the Viacom CBS vault, including Ray Donovan, The Affair, Everybody Hates Chris, and Undercover Boss. But as it's a non-exclusive deal, the shows will also still stream on Showtime and CBS All Access services. Peacock also licensed some movies from the Paramount Vault, such as The Godfather, Fatal Attraction, and American Beauty. But those will be exclusive to the Peacock service in limited windows. And as my alarm clock reminded me this morning, Peacock launches in 13 days. And Netflix continued their July 4th week vacations are for losers theme, renewing Never Have I Ever for a 10-episode second season, according to Deadline. That one is, of course, based on Mindy Kaling's formative years. She is also a co-creator and producer on the show. Netflix also closed the deal with Paramount for the global rights to Aaron Sorkin's next movie, The Trial of the Chicago 7, for roughly $56 million. That's according to Deadline. The movie was previously due for a theatrical release in September. Speaking of which, movie theaters will now definitely be closed in most of California for pretty much all of July, at minimum. However, Paramount did pick up the North American rights to Lee Daniels' next movie, The United States vs. Billie Holiday. That's also according to Deadline. The price was not disclosed other than that it was over $10 million, but Andrew Day will be playing the legendary jazz singer, and the movie is currently in post-production and expected to be ready for this year's Oscar race. However, that's all going to work out. So it looks like Paramount traded off one awards contender for a lower price on a different one. But we saved the biggest movie deal for last. I mean, who doesn't love a holiday weekend surprise? Apple TV won a bidding war for the upcoming Will Smith movie, Emancipation. For a price that ranges from $105 to $120 million. That depends on how some profit participation works out, according to Mike Fleming at Deadline. 
and Apple TV will reportedly put this $100 million plus project in theaters first before they put it on Apple TV plus worldwide. Although no specifics on just what kind of movie release that'll be were reported. Antoine Fuqua will direct and as for the plot of Emancipation, it tells the true story of an escaped slave in the Civil War era who survives in the Louisiana swamplands and makes it up north where he joins the Union Army in the Civil War. But what's even more notable about the story is that a photo of the whip marks on his back was published in Harper's Bazaar at the time and served as an image that truly strengthened the abolitionist movement and prompted an increase of black enlistment in the Union Army according to the trades. But larger picture here at Apple, between this project, the $70 million that Apple paid for the Tom Hanks naval battle movie Greyhound, which comes out next Friday, and the $150 to $200 million that Apple is shelling out for the Scorsese DiCaprio De Niro movie Killers of the Flower Moon, the Apple checkbook is now definitely open. And now a few moves in the Hollywood executive suite. CBS has a new communications chief. Chris Ender has been promoted to the position that was recently vacated by veteran Dana McClintock. Chris will report directly into CBS CEO George Cheeks. Over at Sony Pictures Television, co-president Chris Parnell is leaving to go to Apple, according to Deadline. Parnell will report into Apple's head of scripted programming, Matt Chernus, in a senior programming role. And Deadline also reported that talent manager Joanna Colonna was promoted to partner at Brillstein Entertainment. Her clients include Forrest Whitaker, Eva Longoria, and Andy Garcia, among many others. So congrats, Joanna. However, there will now be no executives in the New York, LA, and Nashville offices of CAA for the rest of the year. They previously had their out-of-office sign up until August 1st, but they're now extending that through December, according to the trades. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. Roku and Peloton make a deal, as do Walmart and Tribeca Enterprises. Fox News fires a white male. Wait, what? And Spotify has a deal for you and your roommate, although I guess you call him your husband. And today's pop quiz, which could be sponsored by IMDb if I had more listeners. We'll keep this one simple. How many episodes of Mad Men are there? We'll give you an over-under of uh, 100 episodes on this one. And the answer, after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. So we're heading into the July 4th weekend, the heat of the summer, and Athletic's non-alcoholic beers are the perfect thing to bring with you. Just pick up the Golden Ale and their IPA, which are 50 and 70 calories each which is a huge bonus if you're going to be in a bathing suit this summer. I mean, many 12-ounce IPAs have 150 to 200 calories. The Athletic Golden Ale is super crisp and refreshing, and the IPA, I mean, I don't know how they do it, but I've given it to people without telling them it has no booze in it, and they couldn't tell the difference. And they said it was delicious. It has all the juicy hop character you want in a hazy IPA. Go to athleticbrewing.com shop, and you get free shipping when you order just two six-packs or more. That's athleticbrewing.com shop. The link to the online store is right in the podcast show notes. Check it out today. Well, once I'm done. Okay, fine. Go now. You can always rewind me. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Mad Men produced 92 episodes in their seven season run. So congrats to all who took the under. Now Don said to go uh, get him a scotch. Over in the media biz and social platforms. Well, you may not be able to watch HBO Max or Peacock on your Roku, but you can get your ass in shape with Peloton. They signed a deal to make the Peloton video streaming app available to Roku's over 40 million U.S. households. 
In addition to the cycling and running classes that Peloton is known for, they also offer exercise classes that don't require you owning a bike or treadmill from them. Things like yoga, strength training, and boot camp classes. Deadline reports that the health and fitness category experienced the greatest amount of streaming growth on Roku devices in May, up 130% versus May 2019. But hey, the Peloton app ain't free. It'll cost you 13 bucks a month. If you ever wanted to watch a movie in a Walmart parking lot, well, 2020 is about to start looking up for you, my friend. America's favorite IRL retailer is partnering with Tribeca Enterprises to turn 160 Walmart parking lot locations into drive-in movie theaters, according to Deadline. Screenings are going to take place from August through October, but programming lineups are TBA. They're going to arrange things like special filmmaker and celebrity appearances, and concessions will also be available for car-side delivery. Fox News fired their America's Newsroom anchor Ed Henry after findings from an internal investigation around a sexual harassment claim were uh, delivered. No details were released, but the claim was made by a former Fox News employee just one week ago. So that was a quick investigation. Henry was also a former president of the White House Correspondents Association. LA Times food section editor and David Chang's co-producer on Ugly Delicious, Peter Meehan, resigned yesterday after freelance writer Tammy Teclamerium posted a thread on Twitter alleging a pattern of verbal abuse and harassing employees, according to the New York Times. Tammy also pointed out that Peter gets a very healthy salary to run the Los Angeles Times food section while living in New York City. Tammy's Twitter account also posted the blackface pic of the former Bon Appetit editor, Adam Rappaport, that led to his dismissal. As for Meehan, he said the Twitter thread alleges things that he doesn't think are true, but that it compelled his staff to speak out and bring up issues he wasn't aware of and that he apologizes and resigns. And Spotify is launching a new subscription option called Premium Duo. That's according to Music Business Worldwide. For 13 bucks a month, two people living at the same home address can each get a premium account under one plan, kind of like a family cell phone plan, but just two people, and uh, not sure how they're verifying that address thing, but uh, you get Spotify Premium for $6.50 a month per person instead of the usual 10 bucks. Not bad. Once again, no new programming to note tonight, but Lenny Kravitz announced that he has written a memoir called Let Love Rule. It won't come out until the fall, according to Billboard, but uh, let's get in the mood now, shall we? And if you would, continue to let love rule and give a rating for this free podcast if you listen on Apple Podcasts or give a share on the LinkedIn. Don't forget to tag Lenny. I'm sure he's on there. Email me anytime at wakeuppodcast at gmail.com. Again, just one P in there. It's a thinker. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. And mama-